O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises, declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, makes thee to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord, the Lord's name be praised. O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. 
says, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. Contend, O Lord, with those who contend with me, and fight against those who fight against me. Take up the shield and buckler, and stand up to help me. Bring forth the spear and bar the way against those who pursue me. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Let them be confounded and put to shame who seek after my life. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion who imagine evil against me. Let them be as the chaff before the wind, and let the angel of the Lord scatter them. Let their way be dark and slippery, and let the angel of the Lord pursue them. For they have secretly laid their net to destroy me without a cause. Indeed, without a cause have they made a pit to take away my life. Let sudden destruction come upon them unawares, and the net which they have laid secretly catch themselves, that they may fall into their own trouble. Then shall my soul be joyful in the Lord. I shall rejoice in his salvation. All my bones shall say, Lord, who is like you. You deliver the poor from those who are too strong for them. Indeed, the poor and those who are in misery from those who rob them. Malicious witnesses rise up. They charge me with matters I know nothing about. 
they repay me evil for good. To the great sorrow of my soul, Nevertheless, when they were sick, I put on sackcloth and humbled myself with fasting. I prayed with my whole heart as if it had been my friend or my brother. I behaved myself as one who mourns for his mother. I was bowed down with heaviness of heart. But in my adversity they rejoiced and gathered themselves together. Indeed, those who struck me came together against me, and I had no rest. They tore at me and would not cease. When I stumbled, they mocked me exceedingly and gnashed at me with their teeth. Lord, how long will you look on this? O deliver me from the calamities they bring upon me, and my life from the lion. So will I give you thanks in the great congregation. I will praise you among many people. Let not those who are my enemies triumph over me deceitfully. Neither let them wink with their eyes, those who hate me without a cause. For their talking is not for peace, but they imagine deceitful words against those who are quiet in the land. They open their mouths at me and say, Aha, aha, we saw it with our own eyes. This you have seen, O Lord. Hold not your tongue then, Be not far from me, O Lord. Awake and stand up to judge my case. Avenge my cause, my God and my Lord. Judge me, O Lord my God according to your righteousness. 
and let them not triumph over me. Let them not say in their hearts, Aha, we have what we want. Neither let them say, We have devoured him. Let them be put to confusion and shame, who rejoice at my trouble. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor, who boast against me. Let them be glad and rejoice, who favor my righteous cause. Indeed, let them say always, Great is the Lord, who takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. And as for my tongue, it shall be talking of your righteousness and of your praise all the day long. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from the book of Esther. Now in the twelfth month, which is the month of Adar, on the thirteenth day, when the king's command and edict were about to be executed, on the very day when the enemies of the Jews hoped to gain power over them, but which had been changed to a day when the Jews would gain power over their foes, the Jews gathered in their cities throughout all the provinces of King Ahasuerus to lay hands on those who had sought their ruin, and no one could withstand them because the fear of them had fallen upon all peoples. All the officials of the provinces, the satraps and the governors and the royal officials were supporting the Jews because the fear of Mordecai had fallen upon them. For Mordecai, was powerful in the king's house, and his fame spread throughout all the provinces as the man Mordecai grew more and more powerful. So the Jews struck down all their enemies with the sword, slaughtering and destroying them, and did as they pleased to those who hated them. In the citadel of Susa, the Jews killed and destroyed 500 people. They killed Parshandatha, Dalphon, Aspatha, Poratha, Adalia, Aridatha, Parmashta, Erisai, Eridai, Vaisatha, the ten sons of Haman, son of Hamadatha, the enemy of the Jews. But they did not touch the plunder. That very day, 
the number of those killed in the citadel of Susa was reported to the king. The king said to Queen Esther, In the citadel of Susa, the Jews have killed five hundred people, and also the ten sons of Haman. What have they done in the rest of the king's provinces? Now, what is your petition? It shall be granted to you. And what further is your request? It shall be fulfilled. Esther said, If it pleases the king, let the Jews who are in Susa be allowed tomorrow to do according to this day's edict, and let the ten sons of Haman be hanged on the gallows. So the king commanded this to be done. A decree was issued in Susa, and the ten sons of Haman were hanged. The Jews who were in Susa gathered also on the fourteenth day of the month of Adar, and they killed three hundred persons in Susa, but they did not touch the plunder. Now the other Jews, who were in the king's provinces, also gathered to defend their lives and gained relief from their enemies and killed 75,000 of those who hated them, but they laid no hands on the plunder. This was on the thirteenth day of the month of Adar, and on the fourteenth day they rested and made that a day of feasting and gladness. But the Jews, who were in Susa, gathered on the thirteenth day and on the fourteenth, and rested on the fifteenth day, making that a day of feasting and gladness. Therefore, the Jews of the villages who live in the open towns hold a fourteenth day of the month of Adar as a day for gladness and feasting, a holiday on which they send gifts of food to one another. Mordecai recorded these things and sent letters to all the Jews who were in all the provinces of King Gehauserus, both near and far, enjoining them that they should keep the fourteenth day of the month of Adar and also the fifteenth day of the same month, year by year, as the days on which the Jews gained relief from their enemies, and as the month that had been turned for them from sorrow into gladness and from mourning into a holiday, that they should make them days of feasting and gladness, days for sending gifts of food to one another and presents to the poor. So the Jews adopted as a custom what they had begun to do, as Mordecai had written to them. Haman, son of Hamadatha the Agagite, the enemy of all the Jews, had plotted against the Jews to destroy them, and had cast pur, that is, the lot, to crush and destroy them. But when Esther came before the king, he gave orders in writing that the wicked plot that he had devised against the Jews should come upon his own head, and that he and his sons should be hanged on the gallows. Therefore, these days are called Purim, from the word Pur. Thus, because of all that was written in this letter, and of what they had faced in this matter, and of what had happened to them, the Jews established and accepted as a custom for themselves and their descendants and all who joined them that without fail they would continue to observe these two days every year as it was written and at the time appointed. These days should be remembered and kept throughout every generation in every family, 
province, and city. And these days of Purim should never fall into disuse among the Jews, nor should the commemoration of these days cease among their descendants. Queen Esther, daughter of Abihail, along with the Jew Mordecai, gave full written authority confirming this second letter about Purim. Letters were sent wishing peace and security to all the Jews to the 127 provinces of the kingdoms of Ahasuerus and giving orders that these days of Purim should be observed at their appointed seasons as the Jew Mordecai and Queen Esther enjoined on the Jews, just as they had laid down for themselves and for their descendants regulations concerning their fasts and their lamentations. The command of Queen Esther fixed these practices of Purim, and it was recorded in writing. King Ahasuerus laid tribute on the land and on the islands of the sea. All the acts of his power and might, and the full account of the high honor of Mordecai, to which the king advanced him, are they not written in the annals of the kings of Media and Persia? For Mordecai the Jew was next in rank to King Ahasuerus, and he was powerful among the Jews and popular with his many kindred, for he sought the good of his people and interceded for the welfare of all his descendants. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel, as he promised to our fathers, 
Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from St. Paul's first letter to Timothy. Do not speak harshly to an older man, but speak to him as to a father, to younger men as brothers, to older women as mothers, to younger women as sisters with absolute purity. Honor widows who are really widows. If a widow has children or grandchildren, they should first learn their religious duty to their own family and make some repayment to their parents, for this is pleasing in God's sight. The real widow, left alone, has set her hope on God and continues in supplications and prayers night and day. But the widow who lives for pleasure is dead even while she lives. Give these commands as well, so that they may be above reproach. And whoever does not provide for relatives, and especially for family members, has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Let a widow be put on the list if she is not less than sixty years old and has been married only once. She must be well attested for her good works as one who has brought up children, shown hospitality, washed the saints' feet, helped the afflicted, and devoted herself to doing good in every way. But refuse to put younger widows on the list, for when their sensual desires alienate them from Christ, they want to marry, and so they incur condemnation for having violated their first pledge. Besides that, they learn to be idle, gadding about from house to house, and they are not merely idle, but also gossips and busybodies, saying what they should not say. So I would have younger widows marry, bear children, and manage their households, so as to give the adversary no occasion to revile us. For some have already turned away to follow Satan. If any believing woman has relatives who are really widows, let her assist them. Let the church not be burdened, so that it can assist those who are real widows. Let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. For the scripture says, You shall not muzzle an ox while it is treading out the grain. And the laborer deserves to be paid. Never accept any accusation against an elder except on the evidence of two or three witnesses. As for those who persist in sin, rebuke them in the presence of all, so that the rest also may stand in fear. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus and of the elect angels, I warn you to keep these instructions without prejudice, doing nothing on the basis of partiality. Do not ordain anyone hastily, and do not participate in the sins of others. 
Keep yourself pure. No longer drink only water, but take a little wine for the sake of your stomach and your frequent ailments. The sins of some people are conspicuous and precede them to judgment, while the sins of others follow them there. So also good works are conspicuous, and even when they are not, they cannot remain hidden. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, now let your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people to be a light to lighten the Gentiles and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. that this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful, we entreat you, O Lord, that your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses, we entreat you, O Lord, that there may be peace in your church and in the whole world, we entreat you, O Lord, 
that we may depart this life in your faith and fear, and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit, in the communion of the ever-blessed Virgin Mary and all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ, we entreat you, O Lord. Let your merciful ears, O Lord, Be open to the prayers of your humble servants, and that we may receive what we ask. Teach us by your Holy Spirit to ask only those things that are pleasing to you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who with you and the same Spirit lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. O God, the life of all who live, the light of the faithful, the strength of those who labor, and the repose of the dead, We thank you for the blessings of the day that is past, and humbly ask for your protection through the coming night. Bring us in safety to the morning hours. Through him who died and rose again for us, your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ, Amen. O God and Father of all, whom the whole heavens adore, let the whole earth also worship you, all nations obey you, all tongues confess and bless you, and men, women, and children everywhere love you and serve you in peace. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church, and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. 